David Osikin is in the pocket is sponsored by the School of Rock Main Line and Kroger Percussion. I'd like to thank the School of Rock Main Line located at 511 Old Lancaster Road in Berwyn. You can visit their website at schoolofrock.com. As for Dave Marsh or Rick Allison, I'd like to thank Kroger Percussion at krogerpercussion.com at a backslash ITP and it'll bring you to a website. You'll get a 5% discount. Call Eric Metz at 215-669-8588. That's KrogerPercussion.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the David Austin In the Pocket podcast. This is podcast number... This is really podcast, technically podcast number 100. This is the reason that we're doing it this nice. way because I want to do it live. And so this is like, this is 100. And uh, right off the bat, real quickly, I do want to make a mention because one of our sponsors is uh, is Pocket Percussion and they moved. They moved to uh, Willow Grove, 123 North York Road in Willow Grove. Great store. Keith is amazing. That's his place, and uh, it's a it's a really great great drum shop. Uh, well, Fred and I will talk about that uh, during the show, drums cool. and stuff like that. But uh, it's the end of the year. Christmas is just a few days away. We just lost the clock. Did you see that? Heard it. <laughs> uh, time stands still. <laughs> um, and and we're here um, in lovely Clementon, New Jersey, and I am honored to have my buddy Fred. Freddie B with me here, man, hanging out because I, I was thinking, you know, uh, who can I have on the show that I just love so much? And he's a great drummer, great musician, and uh, a great hang. And I said, uh, you know, right away, right away. There Back wasn't even any you. thought I'm calling Fred. Nice. You know, so. My pleasure. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm hanging, yeah. you know, Did trying you... to get through whatever mm. obstacles life is Mm. Throwing at you, <laughs> crazy too. We we're just, you know, we didn't talk much before I Fred pulled up, and uh, right now it's like, uh, uh, I watch a lot of the news, man. Probably too much because every time you turn on the news, there's some, you know, information that like just daunting information about what's going on with the pandemic and how this new. Um, Omicron, is that what is the name of Omicron? Whatever the new uh, strain of it is and uh, uh, kind of making things kind of more difficult and, and, and numbers are going up. But and, uh, and 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 being musicians like ourselves that go out and play, you know, it really it, it affects everybody. Of course. Uh, but, you know, it, no, not, we don't want to see the world start slowing down again. And it, it appears that things are, are we're, not, we're not out of the woods yet. Right. And, and that's something we're all dealing with. You and know, who so. knows? By the time this airs, yeah. things will be different yet Exa again. Uh, and no doubt. You who know, they, they, you we know. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what's 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 going to happen. But, right. uh, you know, we're going to try to make we'll make this show more on a positive note about what, what's happening. OK. And uh, but that's that's our reality. You know, it's like, wow, you know, 
I, I was just up in your old hang. I was up in Woodstock nice. over, over the weekend, and yeah. uh, you were telling me how cool it is. It's great up there. And it is really cool, yeah. man. I spent yeah. the night on Mink Hollow with some friends. Nice. Uh, Uma Thurman is their neighbor, you know, and right down the street, Todd Rudgren had his studio back in the day. The hermit, yep. Yeah, so uh, it was um, it was pretty cool, cool being there. And that Bearsville Theater is a lovely place. That's and, a it's a cool place you can And John, in. yeah, and John, John Sebastian, Sebastian got up and played. Yeah, yeah. you played with him before, yeah, right? Yeah, like you said, like I said, you never know who you're going to run into. Yeah, up there. Yeah, it's I get crazy. why people want to go up there too. Yeah. You know, I told Dallin, I said, you know, we we should make our way just to hang out up there because it just felt like a little bit of a throwback. At, you know. Uh, it was just something really soothing about it, that place. It's incredible. Yeah. The first, not the first time I played at Levon's Barn, the second time I played with uh, Amy and Zach and Connor and a bunch yeah. of people. Um, and Donald Fagan was playing. Yeah. John Sebastian. Get off. Keep on going. Keep and on going, Fred. I'm getting. Take I'm your getting time. <laughs> and Graham friggin' Nash was up there having a photography show. Oh, really? So he stopped by and oh. played a couple tunes. It's just wow. like you never know. Yeah. You never know who's going to be there. It's kind of. So it's amazing. You. What introduced you to that area? What kind? What? What kind? Like, I mean, look, we all know about Woodstock, you know. But you know what I found out, which was surprising. My friends told me, uh, you know, because Dallin always wanted to go to that Woodstock museum. Yeah. And 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 we found out that it's not, it's not even close. Wood. It was an hour no. and a half from where we were staying. Yes, it's a. You Bethel. know, I said surprise. It's yeah. not there. Yeah. Bethel is like a little ways away. But then, if you know the story, it was like that that venue. They wanted to do it there and right. then moved it. Yeah, it got moved. You know, and, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's where the Bethel Woods Amphitheater oh. is. Oh, now. okay. That's a good place. Yeah, right? it's beautiful. Yeah, man. Yeah. What, um, what, what, so, so was it, did you go up there? Was it with Amos? Is that how you could? The first time I went up there was with Amos. It was December 2010, I want to say. Okay. And we did a set. Before the Ramble Band, before oh. Levon. Oh, cool! And then we got to go back in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, His yeah. house is, yeah. was is was attached yeah. to the barn. Yeah. So they take you through a door, yeah. and you get to say hello yeah. in his presence. But yeah. they yeah. were saying, you know, real don't really engage him vocally because he, oh, he, he was, was really already, going already... through it. Yeah. With, yeah throat cancer uh, but uh, uh, i thanked him for letting me play his drum kit wow. and he and because you know they had to switch it around because i'm left-handed yeah and he said oh me drums is sue drums brother yeah i got it so i'm i met him way before right Way before he had any any of those issues, with right? You guys did for Largo, uh, yeah. But thing? even yeah. before that, I met I, I, because of David uh, Fishoff okay. managed him, um, and Eric and Rob played on Atlantic City that record. Yeah, yeah. That Rick did, and my friend Steve Churchyard engineered it. I met, oh, right on. I met them. I met. We were on tour, the Hooters, and I met the the guys in the band minus Robbie Robertson. Uh, at the Paramount Hotel in New York, 
and he was just so like, hey man, and he like you know, and he was he really liked our Down band. He liked our band a lot. You right know? on. And uh, and then a few years later, we um, we Roger Waters asked us to do the Berlin Wall. Right, right. And um, we were on that bill, and the opening acts were Carlos Alomar's band. Oh, cool. Uh, the the band, and and the Hooters. I think there might have been one other band. I forget who they were, but I hung out with Levon like a lot that day. Nice. And Danko, and, you know, back then Danko. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it was like I just got sober. Like not, I think I was just going to say, were few, you in any condition to well, play after that? Yeah, but, but see, that was eight. I was ninety, so I, it wasn't. Uh, but Rick had some pharmaceuticals with him, and he was such a lovely guy. But you know how you said mis mis drums or sue drums? Yeah, you know, like me drums and sue drums, drums, brother. Uh, he said to me, "Well, man, we should make a record." This is before Largo. Nice. He goes, "We should make a record together, and if and if it sucks, this is what you say: if it sucks, we don't have to play it for me for anybody." And I'm thinking, Levon. I said, "How could it suck with you on the, <laughs> right, on the record, right. man? If it sucks, we don't have to play it for anybody." I love it. I think he said socks. I think he did. I remember going, over. but I thought, how could that come out of this guy's, this guy's vocabulary when you know that 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 he would even think that you know? But right. he said, Let, we should do something together, and um, and then you know later on, because I'm thinking that that could never happen, and we right. we, we, we we did Largo. Although I the track I played on, he didn't he didn't sing on, but. Um, uh, because Andy did half the album and I did the other half of the album. Okay. So, but um, it was it, he was such a joy that dude. Did you guys you guys did a television? Yeah. Was he on that or no? No. Well, no. we did we did. Um, was it Letterman? Because uh, Rick tried to keep that going. Yeah. And we we uh, we did a show at the oh okay television because we yeah. did we did the uh, David Letterman show. That's right. And um, we, so that. Was he on that? I think that night. Well, how did that work? Because I was in New York, and I remember we. Yeah, he wasn't on that, but Garth was. Uh -huh. So Garth played the bottom line, and Joan Osborne. I think Cindy Lauper, uh, uh, Joan Osborne, Cecil, that the um, the singer that sang Cecil. She's. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She was uh, the, the the vocals on um, the Titanic. Uh, oh wow! She, she played, and Willie Nile, uh, 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 Rob, of course, Eric, of course. Uh, there were a bunch of other people. David, uh, David Foreman, right. David Foreman, who was just little is his door. Wow, he's amazing. That guy. So Bill Whitman, nice. and uh, so, Bill so we bass. did that, and we did the Letterman show, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's cold in that studio. Oh, and Taj, nice. and Taj Mahal. Isn't it freezing in there? It is cold in there. You did that show. Oh, right? many times. Yeah. It's freezing. Yeah. yeah. But then we get back to Le Levon was just a, just a, such a, a nice guy. He didn't do that show. Garth did the show. And Garth actually fell asleep on stage when we, we did the no. bottom line. You know, he had apparently he had some issue no. with narcolism. Narcolepsy or something like that. He oh, fell asleep. I watched man. him. But I watched him and he was playing. And he's playing. He's, he's asleep. No. And then he. Wow, he was amazing, and he was just a good guy. I remember talking to him back backstage. Um, Didn't he do come down to Philly and yeah. do the last waltz? Yeah, yeah. Which I was surprised That's you weren't playing awesome. drums on too. I was actually was on tour. Yeah, with Amos then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but my Hawaiian band, yeah. uh, Slowly in the Boats, played played the yeah. the waltz, the actual waltz from the last waltz. Wow. I'm going to try to plug you, everything you, while uh, Fred, I'm here. You can, by the Fred, way. you've had. <laughs> uh, people don't know. Fred and I were good buddies, and Fred and I share. We're we're the same age. We right. have a week. Our week birthdays apart. are a week apart. Yep. February. I'm February 11th. You're seventeenth. You're the seventeenth. Yeah. And uh, we always like make a point of trying to either get together on our birthdays, or you know we're always like make note of it because we're we're both like hard hearing impaired, <laughs> and we've always got like the shit beat out of us from playing drums. Yeah, it's true. You know, and I've actually yeah. never really thought about it. Well, listen, man, you've always been, because I remember early on with the All-Stars when you had your shoulder thing. Yeah. And I remember seeing you, man. You were playing, and you're like, you're, you're left, was it your left or your right shoulder? My right shoulder. Well, you, and but I remember you were like throwing down, and you had this issue. I'm still, that. I mean, it never. You had to learn to play, right? I, I yeah. Like, like I, that. Play more from the wrist yeah. now, and it just never really went away. But you know, I stretch, I do qigong. I, I did that I, help the qigong? Oh yeah, totally. Wow. I've been doing it for years. I, I you know, because I was just telling Quentin Jones on the way down here. I said, "Listen, man, I got to start." Because he like he, you know those guys are like you know they're really into like you know just digging in and stuff. And I said, "Listen, I got to back it off a little bit, man, because I'm." You know, I got to, you know, play smarter, like they say. And Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I can't play like I did when I was in my 30s. And it's, 40s it's or 50s. about the intent. Yeah. And the energy isn't, it's about focusing yeah. the energy mm. as opposed to it being sporadic, yeah. you know, crazy yeah. Yeah. punk rock energy. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's great when you're yeah. 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you yeah. do that. Into your sixties <laughs> and whatever, you see the guys somebody's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, look, man. You know, we got to love what we do because we keep doing through through whatever physical True. ailments that we have. It's true. But um, there is definitely something uh, um, to be said for taking taking precautions when you're getting up there. Like I'm thinking. You know, next year we go out on the road. If if everything stays, if they if they don't things get crazy and shut down, I'm supposed to go to Switzerland. I'm supposed to yeah, knock on wood. I'm supposed to go to Switzerland in March and play with uh, um, Luzerne with the Hooters Uh, and to play with an an orchestra and a choir. You know, it's all like you know, and you know, you have to play. I'm I'm guessing most of it's going to be on a click with a live audience doing all that stuff. Uh, uh, you know, and then we go out. I, there are probably some dates, but where I was looking at my calendar, man, I'm going from beginning of from June 28th to to August like seventh or eighth. Awesome, uh, pretty yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, it's awesome, but at the same time, I'm thinking I gotta I gotta get myself, you know, all that. What was that right. thing that you do? Just uh, what was the uh, the arts uh, martial art thing that you? She gone. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'll send I, you I, some. I I'll send you some more about that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, sure. Just hey, look. Thank God you're not doing what, you know. No. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you, God. You, you know. You're, yeah, you're you're sober mm. and. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Imagine if you weren't. Yeah. Well, in my case, if if I didn't stop. Uh, doing what I was doing, I, I, I wouldn't have been here, man. Nowadays, right. with all the way that people are, are uh, kids. 
kids today. Uh, <laughs> kids today are getting uh, taking things, experimenting, and they're killing themselves because of what they put in drugs. Right. You know, and yeah. and and. And I don't know, knowing what I know today, I mean, I would like to think I would have been smart enough to not to do it. Like where I, I grew up, so. where I grew up, not, I mean, this isn't disparaging my neighborhood because it, because this was in a lot of neighborhoods, but where I Shoot. grew up, mine included, you know, a lot of kids were experimenting because it was the culture. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And even in the music business back in the day, like there were a lot of guys. Yeah. I remember a lot of cocaine and a lot of that stuff like floating around like it wasn't such a big deal. Right. You know, nowadays, you know, you, you know, guys like anybody doing drugs is looking like he's pariah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be around cats yeah. like that, man. You know, it's 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 it's, it's you know, it's going to be a negative thing on the show. It's going to be a negative thing to anybody else you're around because right. what comes around with that. Right. You know. Right. So. You know, yeah. it's, it's it, you're right about that. You yeah. know, so so uh, good. No, you no. All right, I was gonna say another thing that we share is uh, we both played with two deceased brothers yeah. of ours, Bobby Woods and John Kuzma. Yeah. We could do it. You know, we we never really talked. We talked a little bit last time you were on the show about John, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, John was a. Uh, 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 you you play with John a few years after I played with Correct. him. Correct, but you came up with him. I came I up mean, with him from from. He was in the Hooters for a couple of years. But even before that, oh God, we yeah. played together in bands for ten years before right. that. I and Bobby was, too for a Bobby little bit, for a right? long time. Yeah. Hey man, I I had a great experience with with Bobby and John. There was a legendary guitar player out of Philadelphia. My buddy Rick, I hang out with Rick Cornetti from time to time. I know who he is. And I Rick know is, of him. Phenomenal musician, just incredible guitar player. Mus musically, he's just so knowledgeable, and, and he's a great guy. And he he was friends with this guy Mike Kennedy. Eric knew him I too. I know of him. And too. this guy was Northeast, right? Yeah, yeah. And he played. He was more of a. He had a band called Rock Island Line, and he played. Um, I remember he he was a a a thing of. Back then there was no internet. You know, it was just like word of mouth about guys right and he was something special this cat from what i understand and i remember he likes uh, another friend of mine steve solitus they moved to england oh wow uh, a, a years ago because they were they wanted to kind of do what um Sal Maida did, you know, go over there and try to get into a, a cool band. Sure. Uh, uh, which worked for Sal with Roxy Music, and he was right, doing all these right. things. But Mike Kennedy was hanging out with the guys in traffic. Oh, and right I think on. He was friends with uh, Jim Capaldi wow. and those guys. And I and so 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 the way this ties into Bobby and Rob Saltzman. Remember Rob Saltzman? Oh, of course. I was, yeah. I was playing in a band with John Kuzma, Bobby Woods, Rob Saltzman. And uh, and John and I. That's and, a good band. It was a really good band, and I remember we we uh, we were rehearsing at this place out in Mc, uh, Mc, Mc, uh, it was somewhere off a street road, but it was like almost like a real rural kind of uh, area, and uh, we were in this barn, and Mike Kennedy came to our rehearsal. And I remember I was like 18 years old, and I felt like I was around like one of the Rolling Stones or Jimmy Page. <laughs> I was like, whoa, man, Mike Kennedy's here. I was almost too nervous to play because he was in the room. Like, wow. I didn't know what he was doing there. Right. I think he was yeah. just coming to check us out, you know. Um, he came came to hang out. He was with Saltzman. And I remember he sat, uh, but he like he had this real mystique. 
Um, but Bobby, Bob, that was like Bobby's crew because Bobby was playing with these guys, uh, Saltzman, and before right. he played play with John and I. But he, he, we hit it off with Bobby Woods so well, me and John. And John and I had played with all these like bar bands coming up. We right. just we were like a team, like where, where John went, I went, or where I went, John went. And the only right. time it ever changed was uh, when we did. Uh, we we had a band called Hot Property with oh, I remember Lennon, Ty, Rob Paletti yeah, yep, yep. and Rob it, it was Danny John, in that band too. Gennaro, that was yeah. before. Now that was a really good band with Danny DiGennaro and and I got the Torpedoes. Right, right. I was and you knew Danny. You played with Danny too. Yeah, I did. I did a gig wow. with Danny and John. Wow. And my dear friend who I grew up with Gary Balducci. Wow. Who they Bubba. called Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. Why you grew up with Bubba? Yeah, we were in the Cub Scouts together, man. Oh my man. god, I didn't know that. Bubba <laughs> Yeah, was we a, had our hey, first he band. He played in Casey Sunshine Band. Really? Did you I, know that, that? I did not know. He played bass on uh, on Clean Up Woman. We're talking about Bu- I Oh no, no. Not. Another that's another but I'm talking okay. about Bo- Gary Bodner. Oh, okay. No, not Gary Bodner. What is his name? Oh, man, I'm embarrassing myself here. But there was a bass player that came up from Florida. Right on. I know, I, but I know who you're talking about, Bubba, because he did a gig with me and TJ. Yeah, yeah. He anyway, played with you with TJ. Wrong guy. Yeah, I with, totally yeah. fucked that up. <laughs> I fucked that up. That's all right. But well, Bubba yeah. and I grew up together. But I did a gig yeah. at a pizza place in yeah. Levittown with Danny at a pizza and John. And I wonder where that Mikey was. Mikey Jr. stopped by. It was the first time he's I ever really good. First time I ever met him. Yeah, he's really good. It was a a pizza place in yeah. Levittown that had a bar uh, attached to it. I, I think I know. I, it was like uh, near Tully Town, I think. I forget what it was I, called. I, I, I remember that. I, I I remember hearing about that. It wasn't the ballpark. <laughs> the ballpark. Right, yeah, I know that place, too. I used to play there with John with the heartbeats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you played there with John? Yeah. Wow, you probably it, had a lot of people come out for his that. mom used to come out oh, every God, time. Wasn't she great? Oh, my God. She was awesome. Oh, my God. She was. She followed. She came out, sat on that. That She would always be there, hang out all night. Yeah. She was something. Yeah. But so, 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 but going back to that, um, that whole thing, I didn't really, you know, bringing that up. I went, oh my god! But there was uh, Danny, John, and I. So, so did the torpedoes were together, and then we torpedoes morphed into the hot property because Danny started doing the kingfish thing, right? With with, with uh, yeah. Uh, Kingfish, and so we started doing hot property. Steve Shive, Steve, Steve Shive, right. and uh, uh, the guy, another great Levittown, great drummer, drummer great yeah. drummer, great. Steve has give me. Steve was a little older than I was, and he kind of kind of got me started. Right. Do you remember a band called Sundance? Well, that was like a horn cover band. And so, I, I never remember Sundown. Yeah, different I, band. Yeah, it was. I end up. Steve had that gig for a long time, and then he left to do Tim Moore. Oh, nice. Yeah, he did Tim Moore. Tim lives in Woodstock. By oh, way. yeah. Wow. I don't see. I used to see him post on 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 Facebook. I don't see him post once in a while. I don't see him. I ran into him with Zach one day. Oh, in yeah. In a parking lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see, you never know who you're going to run into there. I, I'm telling you. Yeah, a lot of great musicians. Great, yep. He's a great songwriter. Yep. Well, he got that gig, and then I did the Sundance thing. Okay. Um, um, and I did it. I remember it, it, it was something, because they were like, I kind of looked at it back then like, you had to wear a uniform to play. Right, right. It was you were playing all these 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 like Dukes, 
Duke's pubs oh, and yeah. stuff like Deppard that. Deptford Tavern. Yeah. High Mellow. The, yeah, no, you know, know about dude, that. I came up I in that same I remember seven scene. sets a night. Because I did five on, and I did high now. Yeah. yeah. Did all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was something that um, I did because I figured it made Shive good. I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, we had to you do had to. the Fire Tunes Everything. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so, so I did it. And... Um, and then after that, I think after that, I kind of got, I, 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 I uh, went back to playing with John. But, but what I want to get to about him and I playing together, because this is important. He he left with Bobby to go play with the Shakes. Remember the Shakes? Oh, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Campanella. Campanella yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I felt like I was wounded. I was like, oh, I was more wounded. Not so much about them. They going were great. They were really good. <laughs> you know, and Anson. There was that whole. And, yes. Anson Cooper. Yes. Wow. There man. was that whole Asbury thing, man. man. Anson Cooper was a mother. Yeah. He was the, I mean, he was like, he, could, if, he went from playing drums to playing linebacker for the Colts. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kidding, but that's what Anson looked like. He could, like. He was destroy good. you right yeah. right through like walk through a building. He was a great big player. dude, great drummer. Yeah. And then um and, and then later, I guess how we come back John after like it, I guess they, they ran their course well like bands do back right, in the right, day. Right. Like and uh um and then somehow uh uh I don't know how I, oh you know what that might I that might have because I'm trying to remember how we ended up in the Hooters. I know it was through me doing a thing with Eric and Rob, but really, Eric, yeah, because Eric was coming down to sit in with, um, with. Well, you guys started at Vernon's, right? Yeah, that and was... Eric used to come and sit in with right, us, right? And then he invited us and said, "Hey, you want to come? Uh, you want to come jam with this with my partner Rob?" And then right. then I did that, and I, and then they liked. He really liked John and Bobby, of course. We wouldn't, right? And they invited him, and then we we started, and we used to play it for him all the time. I I actually yeah. met Eric through Rick Prince, my good buddy, I, I know Rick. another bass player yeah. partner who yeah. I grew up with. Yeah, same name, around the corner. Hey, from I just me. got a great record from your buddy Gilson. Oh, Johnny G. Yeah, he, yeah, man. Yeah, a great. Well, I'm I'm assuming it's. I haven't played it on my player yet. I I, but it's a cool I can attest. Record. It's Did great. You play I on that played record? it. Yes, and then my turntable died. Right after I played, it, it was did too much for the, the turn. Album? I did not. Okay. Because I just recently, well, I'll get back to that, circle back to that. I just recently learned how to use Logic, and oh, you that's did? what I did What I did on yeah. my pandemic. I uh, looked, taught myself how to use Logic. Yeah. And, uh, got well, you can get your boy Brendan to show you all that crap. He's helped me out he's a little really bit. Good. Yeah, he's, he's really great. good. He's a Pro Tools guy. You don't yeah. want to do Pro Tools? I, it, because it's too expensive, man. It's well, Logic's easier. Oh, for me. totally. I, I, I started out with Garage Band, yeah. which is Logic yeah. Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I bumped up to Logic. Yeah. Rick, my buddy Rick helped me with that. So anyway, Rick and I, and Tim Jordan, used to be in Forest Green, and became Spiral. Yeah, uh, I even know that band. Far, Forest yeah. Green. Yeah, yeah, they were on Capitol Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we used to go into the studio every Sunday. At a place called Half Track, I what think was it, it was up in uh, Elkins Park, like on Fifth Ch and Cheltenham. You were like probably that. like around eighteen years old then, nineteen, Man, maybe twenty, yeah. twenty-one. Yeah, and we were recording uh, every Sunday. It was like a workshop. We'd go and record. Yeah. Interestingly, the drum kit 
instead of regular toms, had roto toms for the oh, tom toms. Yeah. Except for the kick and snare, but yeah. they sounded great. Really. And it was uh, a one inch sixteen track. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Great sound. Yeah, I bet. Well, that um, tape, it's hard to beat that stuff, you know. Yeah, the warm. tape, you know, tape is like, you know. But one day I showed up and Eric was playing. I think the Hooters had already started. And I knew I was aware of Baby Grand. Yeah. I knew both of their albums, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I was a fan. Records. I love I really love that first album. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Rick Morata is just insane on that. So and uh, Carmine played bass, right? Well, or is that first, the second album? The second album was Carmine and Prater. Prater is just uh, Prater, Prater, who Dave, didn't do too bad for no, himself. No, a great producer, became yeah. a great drummer. Yeah. But the first record, I think, it was Neil Jason that played bass on that. Oh, you know, okay, Neil, yeah, sure. You know, Neil, sure. Neil it was, and, and, and Rick Murata. Right, it's a good team. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I played Jerry's drums over the weekend. He, well, he lives in Woodstock, yeah. and he's got a studio there, yeah. I believe. I should have invited him. Saturday, I, I yeah, just did Eric Parker came out. Oh, nice! Great drummer, another yeah, great drummer. Another... That whole family are great. Drummers. Yeah, this. Yes, what do you they think are. that's like? Oh, that must be crazy. Chris, when your brother's imagine. Chris, and then you got uh, you know, got Eric and and there's Eric another brother. Just, there's just, three, yeah. three or four. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they got a whole thing. There's the Murata brothers, which is right. an amazing story because both of them started like I don't know when Jerry started playing drums, but I know that Rick started at like he was like 19 or 20 when he started playing. Wow. drums. Do you know that? That's late. He no. started really late. That's incredible. That's what I heard. That he, like, yeah, pretty sure he started late, and then he gave Rick a kit. They have a. They just you know. You know, they're great thing. for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you listen to that Linda Ronstadt stuff, they're like, or, right. you know, Steely Dan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Rick yeah. is like a savant yeah. kind of guy. And Gabriel. Uh, Peter, Peter Gabriel. Gabriel. No symbol. Wait. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, a, yeah. Oh, no symbols with Jerry. Yeah. No symbols. Yeah. I think on a few of those records. Something I actually saw, I saw the, well, the all, several of the albums were called Peter yeah. Gabriel, yeah. but the one. With Shock oh. the Monkey? Yeah, 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 yeah. I no, saw that tour. So da, 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 that one they were, what a no, band. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Larry Fast on keyboards. Yeah, so yeah. Eleven yeah. and uh, Sid McGinnis was playing Oh, guitar. right on. Did huh. you ever, you've met Rick, you met Jerry before, right? No, I, I, I haven't met Jerry? any of those guys. So Jerry, I always make a point to say hi to, uh, to, uh, to Rick and tell him how much I love how he like uh, never enough and stuff like I just love what he did on it. I always tell him he says shut up already. But uh, Jerry comes up to me at uh, I was at this Zildjian thing with him and Jerry says, "Hey man, Dave, don't take this the wrong way because but I always like Baby Grant a lot more than I like the Hooters." I said, "Jerry." You know, Jerry goes, and he goes, that's just the way I am. I said, don't worry about it, Jerry. <laughs> I said, there's days that I like the Baby Grant a lot more than I like the Hooters, too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what he said to me. It's like, okay. weird and wonderful yeah, all at the know, same time. I, know. I don't know what you're trying to say here. I said, well, strange. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, you, you, you know, when you do this at a certain level. That's his way of breaking your stones. Breaking your stones, yeah, yeah, whatever. But he, I like, I liked him a lot, you know. Yeah. And I like those those drums were really nice that I played this week. Hey. Well, they didn't own. He, I think he sold them to, to oh to the theater. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Um, uh, a really nice kit. I think it was a twenty inch bass drum. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I got to go look at because it, it looked a little. But he had a really nice. Simple, I like a twenty. Yeah, yeah, simple, simple little kit. Yeah, you know, it sounded good. Did yeah. you see uh, 
my drummer of the day yesterday was the great Jerry Grinelli, who played on the uh, played on the the oh man the Peanuts Christmas. Oh stuff. wow! Vince, oh, Vince oh, oh, Ger- that guy's Ger- great. Yeah, yeah. But oh, his kit, great. the picture that I used. My yeah. point is, it was a beautiful set of. Ayote? Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, 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 oh Ayote. The, Ayote? The, the Canadian company. Canadian company. Yeah, that guy that makes it. That, 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 what happened oh, was man. they have those rims that yes. have, right? Well, do you know that that he made those and Anton played those? Right. And I don't know if it was Anton or Steve Jordan, but they apparently, the reason Yamaha started making those rims, do you know what started making? Yeah. Is because of... Those guys, really? They they liked it. They were ready to jump ship at one time. That I I heard that. I don't know if it's true, but um, they make nice drums. That guy makes a nice drum set. Yeah, I don't there even. There used I don't to be a house it. kit at the living room in New York. I believe they were Ayote yeah. or just the head was, but yeah. I'm pretty sure they were, and they were small sizes. I believe they were just 12, 14, and eighteen, maybe yeah. or twenty. Yeah. yeah, you know, bebop kid nice but they sounded really good always you know yeah i mean yeah well yeah get a nice kit you get the guy that knows what to do with that kit True. makes all the difference yep. in the world speaking of somebody that knows what to do with a kit you know uh russ kunkel has been touring around with his band with with uh wadi yeah they were just an art right get there i, didn't I really either. wanted to go but boy what a what a I mean, the family. What are they called? I think um, immediate family. Okay. And, and I think it's called the intermediate. Family. I don't know. I mean, something like that. But I'll okay. tell you, uh, that like Andy Newmark and oh, and and, and Russ Kunkel. Russ Kunkel. Oh. John asked me to. He was going to see the flag tour with James Taylor. And and that was that Dan. The only difference I think in that band was Don Grolnick was playing piano. Oh Remember wow! Him? Yes. So absolutely. Don Grolnick, Waddy Wattel, Waddy, uh, Danny, and Leland Sklar and Russ Conkel. And man, I, I it was like, I, I was like I saw God on stage. I could not believe like Conkel was playing back then. You know, it was a lot younger guy, right. and he was playing such a like fluid body motion over the kit interesting like just beautiful or everything he plays more inside like nowadays and i think that's probably because he's a little older you know right but boy um what a drummer man very music sound and his sound and everything and he back then he was always exploring because he was the guy that did the north drums remember he did the jackson brown like you listen to jackson brown record the live stuff man oh my god fantastic like I, I gotta say, like sound, like I, you know, grew up with Charlie and Ringo, yeah, and, yeah. and even Dave Clark. You know, not even knowing that it was like right, uh, right. Bobby Graham playing right, right. or Tim Contini or it's a great you know, snare guys. drum sound. Whoever you, it is exactly, exactly. But those guys, the American guys, like Andy and and Russ Conkle, really freaking were like wake up calls for me. Andy Newmark. I, I embarrassed guy. the shit out of him. He came out of an elevator in 1983 in New York. I was at the American, uh, it was some, some uh, I forget, the New Music Conference okay. in New York. And he yeah, walked yeah, out and that. Rick, he was playing a lot with TJ was using him on a bunch of stuff. Okay. And Rick Chertoff was using him on some sessions. And yeah. I remember he came out and I was like, 
oh my god, it's Andy. Like it was like Billy Idol and all these people in this room, and Andy Newmark was there, and I was making I was making a big fuss over Andy Newmark because the same reason you were. Yeah. It's like holy shit, man. I embarrassed myself in yeah. front of Andy yeah, Newmark. This well, is a so, horrible story. What happened? I was so. I was studying with Purdy. Yeah. I was going up to New York yeah. once a month. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Once a month, $30. The yeah. train ride costs as much as the yeah, less. I, 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 what year was that? Uh, 83. Oh, when I was, I, I was yeah, doing Yeah, probably the same time you were going I up. I on the same train with you, going to see uh, Joe. You know? And, uh, you know, you got to have that. Beatles conversation with Bernard. It's unavoidable. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we all know yeah. what that's about. Oh, and man. so, but I love the guy. He was awesome. Uh, quick aside if somebody after me would cancel, which happened a couple times, he would keep you. He would give me an extra hour yeah. for free. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. He's a good He's, he's a, a great guy. He's cra- you know, listen, that, and I, for whatever reason, like he went into that at that. Do you remember that that thing? You know that. Are you going to Del- Delaware Drum Show this year? Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I I I, I, I committed. <laughs> I'm Bernard's there every year. I committed to go. He goes. You yeah, know, and every I, year I sit next to him. I usually sit next right, to him there. And right. He, and 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 uh, one year he really kind of expounded a little bit on on the uh, is that a word that's a word expound yeah a little bit on 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 the Beatle thing in in a group of drummers like, we saw him do uh, the clinic a, a clinic uh, uh, together well, were you there for when he talked about the Beatle thing he started on going, I don't remember I might have shut weird, down when he, when it he was said the that. weirdest freaking thing so. When, I was like, uh, just stop. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like a story that you... Just, Don't get Bill Whitman w- uh, started with that, that shit. You, can't, you start and becomes bigger than what it is, and yeah. you can't take it back at a certain point. Because you can't do that I, to Ringo. I, I mean, there's a theory of what it is. Maybe it was some of the German recordings. Yeah. That's what everybody says. Yeah. And there's, you know... There's examples of those recordings. But he uses the with word drum. all. Yeah. It, it, he says, come on, man. So so my buddy Lance Quinn was producing. Yeah. Um, played with Robert Gordon. What's that? Lance Quinn played with Robert Gordon. He did. Great guy. And Danny Gatton. And I saw oh, them play together. You did? For like Danny several Gatton, times. Danny DiGennaro, same guy. Well. Same playing. Like, Danny Gatton was walking the bar at the 23's Cabaret with yeah. the Rolling Rock bottle, yeah, playing slide, and wow. I was in awe. Fucking guy was great. So um, Danny was great. He Danny was. D. Um, Lance was producing an album at his old studio in Philly called the Warehouse, wow. which was kind of like a mini um, power station, yeah, kind of place. That place was big. Yeah, it was. It was great. A big joint. And uh, he had Andy Newmark on drums. Oh, cool! And he invited me to who, come down. Who, who's what record was it? Do you remember? Uh, what's his name? Uh, guy who plays with Springsteen. Uh, oh, Flip. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I remember Nils Lofgren. Nils. Oh, I yeah. remember. When I he just was remember doing, the name in the I, album I remember, was Flip. I, I remember when he was doing that. Yeah. Because so Studio 4 was T. Lovitz was playing keys. Oh, God bless him. Yeah. It was a great band. Oh, yeah. I and, remember that. And so I came down, and 
Andy and I were talking. We're having a great conversation. Yeah. Oh. And then I mentioned that I had studied with Bernard. Oh. And I said, well, what, is your what is your take on this whole Beatles thing? And basically, he walked away. He said, I'm really tired now. And he walked away and took a nap behind the kid. Because he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know. 23, hey man, he, 24 he, he, years old. I was, you know, he was I should have just kept my uh, mouth shut. Shit. You know what? But you were so asking. I, I embarrassed myself. Well, listen, I'm sure he forgives you. Uh, 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 he's good friends with Jim Gordon. Ooh. Yeah, he, he stayed in touch with Jim Gordon. Wow. Uh, what which, a sad you know, story. Jim, Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon doesn't. I, now, I don't know if this is true. Well, it's got to be because Andy told it. Like, I think he's eligible. I was eligible for, for parole. parole. I was just he doesn't want to get out. He doesn't want to get paroled. That's what the word is. Like, he does not. He's like so. In, you know, you get like institu that, in, that, that institutionalized. In, institutionalized. And you're really so used to that. I mean, that guy. Holy shit. What a drummer! You listen to Derek and the Dominoes, or you listen to uh, bon, bon, Bonnie and Delaney, Delaney, Delaney and Bonnie. And Bonnie. Yeah. Those records, oh my God! And tracks and he, he played even, on. Even like as a young wrecking crew in training he guy, he's on a lot of that stuff too. Jeff Procaro loved Another one. Him, loved him. Yeah. You know? Did you read Robin Flan's book on Jeff yet? No. It's worth getting. To. She's supposed to come on the podcast sometime. I asked her at some point to come on. I mean, right she has uh, written this book that is so cool because it's almost like it's a chronological view of his work. And he talks about doing certain tracks. And it's a brilliant. You'd, you'd, you'd love this book. Huh. It you know, almost makes me think, you know, I'm doing a session with your buddy, Brendan, with, right with, with uh, this kid that I'm working with on next week. Oh, yeah. You I, told I, me about that. I, 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 I recently wanted to, because I've always been using coded heads on drums. I like them. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to mess with some black dots after after I spent some time with uh, Dennis Dinkin. Because Dennis was playing a black dot on a snare drum. Which I used to you do years ago, right? But boy, it sounded great, Fred. Huh? It really sounded great, and and, and that was like the old uh, Bonzo thing. I'm kind of gonna mess right. with it, just the All idea right. to see that what happens. You know? Yeah, yeah. Does he have a Dennis have a radio yes. show? WFUV. That guy is. Right? I ran into him one such time. Such a good guy. Great drummer. Station. Great drummer. Great drummer. Yeah. You know, Marshall. I played with Marshall this weekend. Marshall. Right. Is he fronting the smithery? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. Did, I told him he did such a great job. And yeah. and <laughs> did I tell you? I played with Robert Gordon on right, the weekend. Right. It was me, Kenny, and Quentin yeah. and, and Billy and Billy and Marshall at one time on stage playing. Robert is this guy that if the monitors aren't right, it's gonna stop the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, stop me until it gets How's it right. I'm walking <laughs> off the stage. Wow. But he's, uh, he's, he's, he, but man, when he opens his mouth, man, you're like, oh my God, you know, he's the, yeah. he's the real, real deal, thing. you know, he's yep, so, yep. so good, you know, yep. so, um, yeah, I remember seeing, seeing him with Danny and Robert and, so Danny. and Lance and, uh, Shannon Ford on drums. Well, Shannon Forrest was, wait, 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 Ford, Shannon Ford, is he a drummer? Yeah, but uh, so if that was, I gotta look that up because I know back then Bobby Shenard played drums. It wasn't Bobby. Bobby that I would have remembered. Played drums. And Anton Fig played drums. It wasn't Anton. It was I think it was Shannon, a guy named Shannon. Wow. And it me... might have been Tony Garnier on bass. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony played with him. Yeah. And and uh, and he also played with uh, Buster Point. 
Dexter too before he did he got with Dylan and who oh, he's you, been you, with for years. The Shannon and, guy? Or, or you're talking no, about McGon- uh, Tony Did you know Dennis Hay. McDermott? Did you know the drummer, uh, uh, Denny McDermott? There's a Mike. Mike. No, I know Mike, Mike, Mike the guy who plays a, with Joan. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? great yeah. drummer. Yeah, he's he's great. And, yep, and, yep. and Dennis, Dennis, is it Dennis McDermott? Denny McDermott. He played uh, a lot with TJ, and Kenny worked with him a lot. I don't know what he does anymore. Right, right. Um, there's a lot of cats that, like, you know, that, that, that were coming up either a little bit before we were mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, that are, you know, they're, they're not playing, they're not as active, but they're still playing and doing stuff. So I always want, like, I wonder about, like, guys like that. What are you doing, you know? Because if you're, like, moved, if, if you're in, like, freaking, uh, you know, there's always, like, a little a scene every little town you go right, into. Right, Except San Diego. <laughs> that's not, and- I'm sorry, San Diego, that's not true. But Beautiful it, place to live. It was I, really a pain in the yeah. ass because if you're a musician, either there's some great musicians there. Right. It was like I had to drive to L.A. Of course. Or, you know, up near that area to to work. No, I understand. Even if you could work there, like I got, I got a you know, fair amount of stuff, but it's it's, it's got to be hard. There's definitely know. some great players down there. I, I, yeah. I saw when we, we would play at Humphreys Jack by the Tempchen sea. Lived, Jack Tempchen. Lived. Really? Jack Tempchen, I knew Jack. He he, great writer. I used to go see some bands, and even if they were cover bands, like I ran into this J. one J. band that was playing at the place attached to Humphreys, oh. and the bass player was great. And I started talking to him. It turns out it was Cecil McBee's son. Oh, you know what I mean? This yeah. guy, you know, that's where Nathan East is from. He's really? a San Diego guy. Yeah, he used to hang out. They're like great players. But I think he was born in Philly, I believe. Nathan was? Nathan East. Wow. Yeah. He's got I don't know how long he, he lived here. Yeah. But. Any Gad stories lately? <laughs> no. What's Steve Gad doing? You know, everything. I mean, Do you see I, told you the one, I told you the, the one story. Thing? I told you the one story about What's that? What? We opened for Paul Simon a few times. Yeah. And the first time we opened for him, it was just like California. Push the button. <laughs> push the f- push the button. <laughs> it was the first time we opened for Paul Simon. It was the California State Fair, maybe the second time. Oh, cool! And Paul had two drummers oh. at that point. He had Steve Gadd. And this guy named Robin DiMaggio. I know that name. Yeah. Uh, And I guess Robin was doing more of the electronic stuff. Ah. And Steve was not digging it. No, no, they were cool. They were they were they were played together a well, really well. They played together amazingly. Yeah. But point is, I'm waiting for sound check. They're they're done sound checking. Yeah. And my drums are set off on the side, on a riser, on wheels. But they weren't mic'd. They weren't coming through the PA yet. But all of a sudden, I hear noise coming from my drums. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what is that? Right. It was like a lot of noise. Right. 
and I walk up on stage, and Steve Gadd and Robin DiMaggio are tag teaming my drum kit. Get out! So That's kind of cool. It was really cool. One yeah. of them was playing like ride cymbal and yeah. kick and floor tom. Wow. And the other one was playing like hi hat and snare. Yeah. yeah. So the running joke. That's was, good listening, man. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. like you got to be to be. You got to listen to the other guy. It's the know? running joke was every time I'd run into Steve Gadd, yeah. I would say, "Not for sale." <laughs> that was a running joke. Yeah. Drums are not for sale. Wow. He liked the kit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But he, you know, he's a Yamaha guy. He, but who knows what he's got at home? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's got the I wonder if he's. A, I wonder if he's like a collector kind of cat. Good point. You know, right. Do you know do you know his buddy John De Christopher? Do you know Johnny from Zilshin? Well, I, I know Johnny from Zilshin. He does I like know a, who he is he for his, you. Yeah, he does this great uh show. Uh he ha he has like Joe Vitale. He's like the great really drummer. super famous guys on his 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 show. Uh um you know, Ked Kenny on and Gad is on a lot. Greg Bissonette, who I really nice. Greg Bissonette is such a great drummer. Another family. Another crazy Matt, drumming right, family, right? Right. Yeah. Well, but his his brother is an amazing bass player. Oh, right on. Yeah, but you know, but you know what's funny about the the bassinet? Like, I don't. I like as much as I think he gets his. I guess he gets his due. I don't think he gets the credit for being as great as he is. I mean, that guy is a really great musician. You know, for him to pull out like do what you know, like do the things he does. He's played with Zappa, right? Yeah, or is that a that brother? was Kaluda. Did no, he, but he played with. Did he did do he, Zappa? I think so. I don't know if he did Zappa, but I know Vinny. Like Vinny, I I love Vinny's drumming. You know, you see see stuff he does. Another guy, Pretty I was talking crazy. to Pat Berkery about this. I was talking to Pat about um, Josh Freeze. Oh yeah, who is like a freaking machine. He's he plays with Devo, man. He's crazy. Did you ever play? <laughs> so I teach, right? I give lessons at the School Rock. You know, on a couple of right, nights. right. And some of these kids, they like rocking. I have them; they want to work on endurance. I have them play whip it. Oh, nice! You know, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how many beats per minute. Offhand, I don't right, know. Right, but right. But you listen to that, like, and then yeah. Josh plays that every night. Like it's crazy, like that is freaking beastly. Wow! And I don't think he's that much. I think he's you know about ten years younger than us. Right, but. Um, that's a phys you know. Like He's a people, great drummer, man. I just saw that he was doing. Um, he was on the road with. He plays with a lot, like the Vandals. He does a lot of the punk gigs. Like he still right, does still. that. But yeah. he's one of these guys that can play punk rock, and then still play with Sting and do Fields of Gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can play subtle like things as subtle as he gets, and then go. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's great. That's pretty, yeah. That's God impressive. Him, you know, but he yeah. must be tired at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he works out. Who knows uh, what he's, he does? Looks, he looks really fit. He looks like yeah. the kind of guy to, you know. And, and you know, like, and I'm always checking out my buddy Elon Ruby. Yeah, it's your boy. Oh, he's, What's he up to these days? I just, well, his wife had a birthday, so I saw some photos of him and his wife. But nice. he, he, he is such a... You know, he's a great drummer. I think he still does Nine Inch Nails. He does, you know, the New Regime, and then he has his own. The New Regime is him. Oh, you know, he nice. He plays all the instruments. Yeah, I think yeah. He's, you know, I, I, you know I, I, that guy could be, 
because of his mind. He, he's a freak of nature, Fred. He was. You the should guy. have him on the. Have, I had him on. Oh, good. I had good, him good. on. Yeah, he was I'll on. I'll have to take. Yeah, he's. Dick he's back I, into I, that. The day I had him on, I was late getting here, and I could have. But he, the guy is constantly challenging himself. Like I, I think that he is like, like he's, like me. George thinks like George Martin or orchestral kind of wow. vision of music like he could do like he, he was his drummer great drummer we all knew him in san diego he was coming He's to my house of yours, take right? lesson. Yeah. yeah and then my buddy craig zarkos rest in peace said one day he was at the studio and he goes Khalilon sat down at the grand piano and was playing chopin <laughs> wow. Like, you know, like doing all this like stuff. And it's like, where does that come from? Crazy. You know, the kid just picks up and he's a great guitar player. Wow. He's just, um, you know, lights out. Just so, really good. Speaking of George Martin, yeah. we have to discuss. Yeah, the get back. Exactly. Yeah. Read my mind. Yeah, my bro. Man. Dude, is Ringo the man yeah. or what? Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, say yeah. what you will. You yeah. know, we talked about the. Yeah thing and i always Bro, see yeah. people starting yeah ish on facebook or about Franco. Yeah, how can anybody like i i would like i don't hear it anymore but i actually heard people say like i've had people ask me do you think ringo's a great drummer like what like like how could you even ask that oh, it's like you can ignorance do that. that's uh, all well john didn't help you know, you know that when they asked him, yeah, like, I don't know if that's a true statement. He's not even the I, best drummer. He's not even the best drummer yeah, in the band. I, I don't, I don't know you about know, that. But, but, but knowing John, like, like seeing that video now, how kind of goofy he was. Right. Like he might have said something, like ridiculous, like that. My Ringo was truly, and if you watch some of those early videos of them playing, like before that time, he was digging in, man. <laughs> Great drummer. Yeah, what great. I just watched something actually because Kenny posted a link to it. It was uh, uh, NME 64. Oh, oh. It was the show, The Stones, oh. Beatles headline, yeah. of course. Uh, it, it was yeah. so good. And it's out there. It's on. It's on the interwebs. Yeah. Check it out. For you me, won't, you, you won't be disappointed because Ringo could swing like a mother. Oh, and you goodness. listen to him, Old and, Brown and Shoe. Charlie Watts. Yeah, Charlie, and Charlie Old Brown Shoe. You you know that right yeah. there. And in, in get back where they're 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 messing with that. And then you listen to the 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 the, the end product. It's just like wow. I mean, look. Here's Ringo. the thing. Also, all those English quote unquote rock drummers, bottom. Pace. All those guys grew up listening to big band yeah. jazz. Yeah. Therefore, yeah, yeah. they could swing. Yeah. That's, Sandy Nelson. They they love it. Them, they, they lived, you know, let there be drums. If you listen love, to let there be, you listen to boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's like that's some 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 tricky and stuff. And they dug all the American R and B. So therefore, they were listening yeah. to all the session guys yeah. at chess yeah. and Panama Francis up yeah. in New York. Yeah. And Gary Chester. Yeah. Did you ever you know, meet Gary Chester? I didn't, but his book has yeah. frustrated me to no end. I like, I, I like it, but here's the thing, the book Well it's five way it, it's five way independence. Because uh, right. you're vocalizing yeah. a line yeah. while you're playing yeah. four different things. Yeah, yeah. Your limbs. 
So the book is kind of it's kind of wacky, isn't it? It is. It's so wacky. It's but a, what it's a you, thing. You're not going to go to a session and do that. But he kept all the, the, the. If you read about how he took all those notes, and then he would every session. Sometimes the kit was set up differently. And he Interesting. Kept, he kept notation of how you know he kept them in a vault or something. Right. Right. So, you know, like sometimes he well. The whole floor, Tom, on your on your right, on, on your on left, my left, on your, your, your right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, no, like, wait, on your left, my right. So Warren Zevon, when he was doing a record with uh, Keltner, there was a song that uh, he wanted it to be like a punk song, and Keltner felt that if he set the kid up left-handed, he could be oh, more right authentic, yeah, like yeah, real yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like young dude yep. slamming it. Yeah, I get that. That reminded me of what Gary Chester would do. Like, I'm really going to try to get like what you're looking for. Right. I'll set the drums up. So it like, right. You know, I mean, that guy, it's, it's interesting, but he played on all that. Like, you, you played know, on a lot of, yeah. He Kenny played. Aronson knows, like you talk to him about history of, uh, session guys. Like he knows a lot about Gary Chester. He does. You know, he's like an interesting cat to talk to about stuff like this. Uh, you know? There was another guy uh, from Vineland, New Jersey, originally, actually maybe Bridgeton, named Buddy Saltzman. Oh, I know that guy. Who played on all the yeah. Four Seasons stuff. Yes. And him and Gary Chester played on sessions together. Wow. They don't really even know who played on who, what? who's played on what. Wow. But there's some union yeah. uh, logs, I guess, yeah. that they kept. Yeah. If I don't know if they're available to the public wow well, uh, another that. guy from philly bobby Gregg. yeah he played on uh on uh like a rolling stone oh really yeah the is shot he, heard around the world is, that's him is, man. Is, is he still he's not alive yeah no you know i mean listen philly had you know yeah. earl Keith Benson, yeah. Charles Collins, that whole thing yep. there at Philly International. There were probably some other guys that came in. They had a great bass player, Jimmy Williams. Yep. That crew was like really something, man. Like There's a great live, um, just came out. Um, it's a Gamble and Huff, Golden Gate, something or other. It's a record that was recorded live in San Francisco in 1973. Wow. Check it out. And it's all those cats. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, I mean, like, that was like... Well, Norman Harris, uh, yeah. Ronnie Baker, yeah. and Earl Young. That rhythm section. Pretty so good. good. They could have been on the Bowie record. It's though. slamming. <laughs> Let's not get started. Uh, <laughs> but Larry Washington was. Larry Washington was a love, smart man. I love that guy. Yeah. he Rest I, in peace. Yeah, he I, was I great. liked him too. Really good. Hey, man, this like flew by. This is like we got to, you know, Fred. Well, dude, we could do this. I know. Because it was weekend. just like hanging out. I yeah. knew this would be like this. And I like, God bless anyone that could keep follow what we were talking <laughs> That's about. true. It's my fault. ADD. It hasn't changed. Hey, I'm right there Not with you, medication. <laughs> but um, I think, listen, I want to thank all our sponsors. It's I mean, this, this isn't going to air till after the new year. So, like, I hope you had a really nice Christmas. <laughs> I hope you really had a nice new year. And tw tw 2022 is going to be better than 2021 for Amen. sure. Uh, I want to thank all my friends here at Wildfire Podcasting. Taylor does a great job producing the show. Jim, who runs the organization. And uh, God bless Andy Weinberg, who got us all started. My guest here, Freddie B., who joined 
joined me today. It's been awesome. My sponsors, My School of Rock, Mainline, Kroger Percussion, uh, Pocket Percussion, and uh, all you good people, man. Stay well, and we'll see you on the other side, all right? 